to the Cultural Corner podcast where we cover all corners of Italian football. My name is Raffaele. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can also listen along on SoundCloud. You can follow the Cultural Corner on Twitter. It is at the Cultural Corner. Please feel free to send questions and comments, and we will address some of those on upcoming episodes of the podcast. You can also follow my personal Twitter account. It is at Italiano Calcio. On my first podcast of the Calcio Corner, I mentioned that I felt inter-summer moves are the most intriguing thing to follow along <clears throat> this offseason. Uh, we got a team now that's in the Champions League. They have a new coach in Antonio Conte, who is looking to reshape this roster uh, and probably to tailor it to fit his 3-5-2 formation. So I wanted to dedicate this podcast to projecting what might take place this summer based on rumors that are being thrown out there in the Italian media and just a couple different scenarios about some things that could transpire involving Inter this summer. The big elephant in the room is the status of the former captain, Matt Riccardi. It seems very unlikely that he will stay at Inter. And if you believe the Italian media, um, it's being reported that his desire is to stay in Italy, which really limits Inter's options. Uh, Juventus are a team that Icardi would like to join, and Juventus are a team that would like to have Icardi join them. So there is mutual interest on those two parts. Um, Juventus could be moving on from Mandzukic. Of course, they still have Moise Keane, who really announced himself this past season, and he looks like he's on a great trajectory, which is great for Juve, great for the Italian national team. But um, if Mandzukic were, in fact, to leave, that will create a void that um, that Juve would need to fill and they wouldn't mind filling that void with Mauro Icardi. We all know that Juve are uh, strongly pursuing Federico Chiesa of Fiorentina. Um, and if they splash the cash with Chiesa, uh, will they also go out and sign Mauro Icardi, uh, which would be a hefty investment as well. Which brings us to Paolo Dybala, and Dybala could be the key to solving Inter's problems involving Icardi. It sounds like he wants out of Juve. His brother came out a few weeks ago and said he doesn't see uh, Dybala's future at Juve anymore, and the Italian media for a little while now has been talking about this potential mega swap deal between Inter and Juve, and it hasn't gone away. It keeps gaining traction, so um, it's starting to make you wonder if it's a real possibility. It would have Dybala go to Inter. It would have Icardi go to Juventus, swapping the two stars to bitter rivals in Serie A. Um, That would certainly help Inter solve their Icardi situation while bringing back a very creative attacking player, something that Inter are lacking at the current moment at how their roster is currently constituted. Inter scored the six most goals in Serie A, which may not sound bad, but when you uh, dive a bit deeper into those numbers, it really isn't as rosy as perhaps it sounds. Icardi was their leading goal scorer. He scored 11 goals. Next was Ivan Perisic with eight goals. And Perisic could be another player that is on his way out of Inter as well this summer. So if they were to sell Icardi and Perisic, they'd be losing 33% of the goals they scored this past season. Uh, With um, Inter uh, having a leading goal scorer of Icardi with 11 goals, there was only six teams in Serie A who had their leading goal scorer score fewer than 11 goals. Um, So Inter were barely one of those teams that had like an elite prolific goal scorer on their roster this past season. Of course, we know Icardi is one of those prolific goal scorers, but uh, due to various reasons why he didn't play, injuries and the -the off-the-field issues with the club, it led him to only uh, scoring 11 goals for the Nera Zuri. So Inter could be losing their top two goal scorers, as I mentioned from last season. And if they were to bring in Paolo Dybala, a player who has proven could score goals himself, they would also be acquiring one of the better creative players in Italy. 
Dybala would become the focal point of Inter's attack and could really thrive in that role. Uh, this past season at Juve, he was kind of, I don't want to say kicked to the curb, but a little bit put on the back burner, especially after the arrival of Cristiano Ronaldo. He wasn't used as prominently in the Juventus attack. Um, and I think by joining Inter, Dybala would become the focal point for Antonio Conte's attack. He would thrive in that role. If you think back um, to his final season at Palermo, Dybala and Belotti co-led that attack, and the two of them were very special together. Or even just two seasons ago at Juve, uh, Dybala was such a prominent player on that team, scoring 22 league goals. He also had five assists. So if you're Inter and you're going to part ways with Icardi, um, and he already has a strong desire to join Juve and really only wants to stay in Italy, which really seems like Juve would be the only option for him to join. Getting Dybala in return, uh, in my opinion, would be a winning scenario for the Nerazzurri. Um, Icardi likely would cost about 70 million euro, <clears throat> which again, I'm not sure that Juve would be willing to spend that money if they were to sign Federico Chiesa. So including Dybala, a player that could... Uh, go to management and tell Juve he wants to leave for Icardi. That wouldn't be a bad swap deal uh, to offset that high asking price that Inter would have. I think it could be a win-win for each team. So how would Inter replace Icardi if he were to leave? Uh, they already have Lautaro Martinez, um, and they could look to rely on him more. But Martinez scored just six goals this past season, his last one coming back in March. So he really went you know, about two months of the season without scoring a goal. Inter are looking to battle for the Scudetto next season. They're looking to be competitive in the Champions League. Of course, they want to compete in Copa Italia. And unless they feel Latuta Martinez is ready to make a huge jump, I can't see them fully committing to him, which um, leads to two strikers that Inter are targeting this summer. Uh, they are Roma's Edin Dzeko, who is Conte's number one choice, and Manchester United's Romelu Lukaku, who is also drawing interest from Napoli, if you believe the reports in Italy. Uh, Napoli are looking to bring back Duvan Zapata from Atalanta. They're looking to sign Romelu Lukaku, and that could lead them to signing, um, excuse me, selling Milik. Uh, so it sounds like Napoli, Inter are going to duel it out for Lukaku. Jeko uh, is certainly looking for a change from Roma, and Roma would not mind selling their aging striker after missing out on the Champions League this past season. Despite being 33 years old, Edin Jeko is still one of the more dangerous strikers. He knows the league well. Um, so, in my opinion, Jeko could be a better option for Inter. Over Lukaku, if it came down to one or the other, uh, he's also a cheaper option. Roma asking for $20 million. Inter looking to spend 12 to $13 million. Uh, Lukaku, uh, the numbers are like $70 million, $80 million you keep hearing, that Manchester United would want for the Belgium striker. So, um, you know, a hypothetical situation I thought of is what if um, Inter could convince Matt Riccardi to go join Manchester United? Again, we don't know if he wants to leave Italy, but maybe the lore of playing in the Premier League for a historical club like Manchester United <clears throat> could appeal to Icardi. Perhaps you could swap Icardi for Lukaku. It's certainly an option worth considering. Staying in Inter's attack, they are interested in Fiorentina's Juve Federico Chiesa and again are facing competition from Juve, who have already reportedly agreed to personal terms with Chiesa. He'd be getting paid $5 million per season from Juve, a massive pay raise for the Italian winger. Keza could cost 70 million euro. <clears throat> um, and if you look at Juve's roster, you, you wonder if Keza would go there and just be um, another player that kind of just rides the bench a bit, uh, a bit and um, you know, gets used in Coppa Italia games and sparingly off the bench, like I said. If you look at Federico Bernadeschi, another former Fiorentina winger who joined Juve a few seasons ago, 
His first season at Juve, he only started seven games in Serie A. And last season, he just started 14 while appearing in 28 overall in the league. And you would assume Bernadeschi is going to get a bigger role this upcoming season. But um, again, that could spell limited time for Keza if he were to join Juve. Uh, at Inter, there's a good chance Keza could be a starter. And if not a starter, he could certainly see himself playing a much more prominent role. Uh, especially if Pitezic is sold, that opens up some, some room on the wing for Keza to get more playing time. Also by joining Inter, he'd be being coached by one of the best coaches in all of football in Antonio Conte. And, and Keza is a young player, very promising player, becoming a, a key player and a key face on the Italian national team. Um, and despite being young, this is such a crucial stage in Keza's career where he could help make that leap to that stardom level that everyone thinks he's capable of. And being coached by um, someone like Antonio Conte could help get him there. You think of uh, Domenico Berardi a few seasons ago. Everyone thought he was the next big thing. And then he kind of just stayed stagnant at Sassuolo. Um, never really got anything going with the national team. Um, not saying it's anyone's fault, but he never really made that leap yet. And uh, if Keza were to join Juve, again, if he's riding the bench a lot, that's not going to help him grow. Joining Inter... If he gets a lot more playing time, getting coached by Conte, pushed by Conte, very demanding style that he runs, perhaps it could help Keza propel himself into that next level that everyone thinks he's capable of getting to. On to Inter's midfield. I've read reports that Inter could possibly sell Nangolan, which I can't see happening. I can't see Conte wanting to sell the Belgian midfielder. His style of play fits perfectly into Conte's system. He could be to Inter what Arturo Vidal was to Juve, under Antonio Conte. Um, Conte wanted to bring Nangolan to Juve when he was coaching there. He wanted to bring him to Chelsea while he was coaching there. So now that he actually has him on his roster at Inter, why would he want to sell him? Uh, I don't see that happening. Conte is looking to bolster their midfielder, uh, their midfield, and they are targeting, their primary target in the midfield is Cagliari's Nicola Barella, the prized possession um, of Sardinia. Barella is a workhorse. He loves to play defensively. He's not scared to stick his nose in there and make a tackle. Very fiery character. Uh, you pair him with Nangolan in that midfield, that's about as tough a pairing in the midfield as there is in Serie A. Certainly <clears throat> tough enough that it'll instill some fear in their opponents. However, Barella won't be cheap. He could cost at least 50 million euro to pry him away from Cagliari. Inter could look to include some young players such as um, Federico Di Marco, Andrea Piemonti to help lower that cost. Um, that's something they are currently negotiating with Cagliari. Uh, Borja Valero, Gian Mario are two players in Inter's midfield that could be sold this summer. Um, according to the Italian media, they've been deemed expendable by Antonio Conte, so they could be out of Inter this summer, freeing up some room for Barella to slot in to Inter's starting lineup. In terms of their defensive department, Inter have a very strong spine, as we know, with Handanovic, Skriniar, and Devray. They also set to sign Diego Godin on a free transfer from Atletico Madrid. That'll be a very good uh, defensive back line, those, those three, and then Handanovic and goal for Inter. Asamoa is a player that Antonio Conte had at Juve, so the two of them will be reunited. He obviously fits perfect in the 3-5-2 formation. Uh, Inter are also targeting two wingbacks to help bolster that department. They are looking at Spal's Manuel Lazzari and Roma's Kolorov. Um, two very talented wing players, again, that would fit in perfectly in Conte's formation. Uh, Conte also has D'Ambrosio, Danilo D'Ambrosio, on their roster right now. He, too, 
figures to be a great fit in that formation. So between Asamoah and D'Ambrosio right now, you have some pretty good options on the wing of that 3-5-2 formation, but they're certainly looking to add some depth with guys like Lazzari and Kolarov. Um, so I just wanted to throw out these two possible um, potential starting 11 lineups for Inter this summer. Uh, that could happen if moves take place this summer and all these rumors and some of these rumors transpire and whatnot. Of course, you'd have Handanovic, Devry, Skriniar, Godin as your defensive unit. Um, you could potentially see Kolarov, Barella, Brozovic, Nengolan, Asamo make up that five-man line in midfield and then perhaps an attack of Dybala and Edin Dzeko. Another possible lineup could be Handanovic, Devry, Skriniar, Godin, D'Ambrosio, Barella, Brozovic, Nangolan, Asamora, Dybala, and Eren Dzeko. Either way you look at it, very strong um, potential starting 11 for Inter if they can make a few of these moves. One other quick note I wanted to touch upon on this podcast is um, the news that came out today, the day I'm recording this podcast, that Gianluigi Buffon will not be returning to PSG. Sounds like it's, it was his um, desire to not return to PSG. Uh, but he does not sound like he's retiring. It sounds like he wants to continue playing and play back in Italy. Um, there's been some rumors that perhaps linking him to Parma, a club that obviously he played for before he joined Juve and had his historical run with that club. Uh, that would be pretty interesting to see Buffon back at Parma. It would certainly be a great storyline and uh, a great thing for the Parma fans. Also, uh, Mario Balotelli's been linked to Parma, right? There's been the rumors. There's been quotes of him saying, I would love to join Parma. I'd love to be back playing in Italy. So who knows? Maybe you could have Buffon, Balotelli, both playing next season at Parma. It would certainly uh, make them one of the most intriguing teams to watch in Italy, perhaps in all of Europe, overnight if the two of those uh, players sign with Parma. So that'll do it for the second episode of the Calcio Corner podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Once again, please subscribe on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Feel free to leave a rating and comment. Send us your questions, thoughts at the Calcio Corner uh, on Twitter or at Italiano Calcio, my personal Twitter account. Um, Until next time, ciao.